Welcome to the Custom Made Podcast. My name is Kelly and I am obsessed with having vulnerable and unfiltered conversations that make us all feel okay to be a little unpolished and perfectly imperfect. As a busy working mom, I am on a journey to figure out how to find the best balance between career and family life, all while still trying to take care of me. Join me as I take you on a journey of self-discovery, empowerment, and personal growth. We are here to have authentic conversations with thought leaders, industry experts, and everyday real heroes to share insight and stories on navigating real life challenges. There will be no sugarcoating and lots of laughs. We are here to get down and dirty on all things so you can feel seen and a little less alone. Like custom-made clothes, you are one of a kind and need to create the perfect fit to be unapologetically you. So let's get custom-made. All right, everybody, welcome to the podcast today. I am super excited about our guest. Her name is Jen Stone, and I was actually connected to Jen through one of our previous guests and my dear friend, Nicole Maiden, who like is knows everybody who's anybody. Um, and I was talking to Nicole about spirituality and really just what we discussed on her episode. And she then introduced me to our guest today, Jen Stone, who is an expert in Bozzi, which she will explain to you as well as feng shui. Um, she will tell her story a little bit, but was a realtor, got into feng shui and energy and then transitioned into Bozzi. It is so interesting. I didn't know what it was until I actually spoke to you, Jen. So can you tell us a little bit about how you got into working with energy, feng shui, Bozzi and really what Bozzi is for the guest. Absolutely. Thank you, Kelly, for having me on. Um, I actually started out in the corporate world for 12 years. I was a forensic auditor. And just like anything in the corporate world, you feel like your soul is getting sucked out. And so I was in my own journey of finding my purpose, sort of the next chapter in my in my line of work. And I, I knew that I wanted to help people. And so a friend gave me a book on feng shui. It, it kind of all tied back to uh, where I was born. I, I was born in Hong Kong and feng shui is just sort of like the way of life there. And um, got, I always loved real estate and architecture and all of that. And so it just felt like going into real estate was a natural transition uh, that complemented my work in feng shui. Um, but then as I got deeper into it, I realized there's this other modality called bazi. And the easiest way for me to explain it, I say, listen, feng shui is a tool to help us understand our environment, the spaces in which we inhibit. Bazi is a tool to help us understand ourselves and our relationship with others. So Bazi is not quite like your traditional astrology reading, even though it is based on your birthday. Traditionally, it's defined as a destiny reading. And I like to say it's just understanding your roadmap in this life. And in your roadmap, it kind of maps out all the detours, all the bumps and the, and the, you know, various uh, scenic routes along the way, and we all have our own unique configuration. And so I've been able to use Bazi to coach small business owners, individuals, couples, families, children, etc., to basically help them feel more empowered in their journey in this life and recognizing that 
Bazi is just here to help us understand our seasons, meaning the ups and downs of life, and also to understand the timing of events, you know, when things happen and when things don't. And so it's been an incredible, incredible journey of being able to help people see their lives, to see themselves and, and their relationship with others in a different way. And I'm so blessed that I get to be, you know, doing this for the last 12, 13 years. That's incredible. Well, to let everybody know, I wanted to understand it, of course. And so before this recording, Jen and I did my Bozzy reading. Um, so we'll kind of give you a little bit of an example before we get into more of the Bozzy energy that's applying to all of you in 2024. So um, you asked first for my birthday. What do you ask for? What would people need to provide to you? They need to provide their full birthday. So the year, month, day, and time, if you know it, and the location of their birth. Wow. Okay. That's so it. the reading was so interesting. Um, it was this grid and graph with so many Chinese symbols and it was broken out. And you really kind of, you talked a little bit about, um, like the year of the rooster, the year of this. Um, so can you tell me how the Chinese calendar works into it or does it not? Yeah. So when I, when I first start, I always explain that our birthday is based on the Gregorian calendar, which is not what we use in Chinese metaphysics. We actually follow the solar calendar while some modalities use the lunar calendar. Um, but we use the solar calendar because that's the, that's the sort of the main essence that interact directly with living creatures. It's how we have seasons, how we have living creatures, for example. Um, and so I take your birthday and I convert it using the solar calendar to basically derive at these different Chinese characters, which are just elements and elements is just another word for energy. And so this chart in essence is just a way for me to understand your energetic makeup that makes you who the way that you are and the path that you're on. Yeah. So, um, it was mind blowing. You guys, I felt like it was right on. Um, I do a lot of medium readings too, and I'm very spiritual. So it was actually much, very much in line with the readings I've gotten in the past. Um, but just to give you a little sense of what came out of it. So you talked a lot about like my essence in life and I was born into this world meant to be this person or, or not meant to be, but like, um, you had said, I took notes, like I am meant to be a spark. You called, I was a yin fire. Um, I take in everything through my eyes and then I process it in my heart. So some people, would they take in through their ears and process in their brain? Like what? Yeah. What and some people, like? and some people get stuck in their stomach, right? Oh, some people yeah. get stuck in the lungs. So these are all elements, just like in Chinese medicine. So Chinese medicine is another modality to help us understand our organs, but also our emotions and how that shows up in the body. And so we speak very similar languages across these modalities. That's why it's it's a beautiful practice because it's not just like, oh, you're supposed to do this and that, but actually this is how it can show up in your body. And this is how your mind is probably going to play out. And so Kelly was born in the year of the rooster, but what I was explaining to you is it's not Chinese horoscope. And so we don't base the reading off, off the year that you were born. We actually need the entire higher configuration of your birth chart. And we focus more on the day that she was born. And, and Kelly, you're a yin fire woman, like a candle, like a spark in the dark. And so your whole life mission is really to uplift, to inspire, to illuminate. Yeah. 
I mean, and I feel like that really resonates with me. I, I love like this, you know, having a podcast where I could inspire, influence, help, support, teach all those things. Um, I do that in my day job as well as a leader of an, you know, a group um, that handles an incredible business. And so I do feel that that was right on. Um, and so you had said that people use this to really be able to figure out their next steps in life. So um, you had given me all these things about like, I'm really driven by money <laughs> or like, well, like not or abundance in many ways. Right. But I'm good with it, which I told you, I really am. That's why I, I operate a business. Well, um, you had said that, you know, for me, I'm really meant to like be in front of the camera or like speaking on stage. And that also is very real for me and something I crave to do more of because I want to inspire people. Then you said things like I'm picky in particular, or I could be intimidating. And so that was hard, but very true probably at some times. Um, but then you went into this whole thing about luck and mm -hmm. your luck years. And so what you said was my number was four. So every time I turn an age that ends in a four. So for example, when I turn 14, when I turn 24, 34, 44, 54, it's like a new chapter every 10 years starts on those birthdays. And so everybody would have a different number. I'm assuming that would get a reading. And right now I'm like, I'm almost 44. And so I'm about to turn into the next chapter. So I'm getting anxious. I'm kind of like in this transition period and I've lived 80% of my 10 year period. And I'm at 44 going to really be living my next, you know, I don't know what do you call it. Best adventure. <laughs> adventure. Um, so that was cool. Can you tell us a little bit more if I, I missed yeah. anything? Yeah. I mean, that is, that is the general composite of a birth chart, right? Is, is it's called Bazi. It means eight characters. And the eight character is fixed based on the year, month, day, and time that you were born. And so mm -hmm. I always like to correlate that to something like the cover of a book, right? It's always there. It's always what you see. So that's the person's essence. No matter what you go through in life, what experiences, trauma, growth, it's still your essence is still you from the moment you were born until the moment you die. But the luck cycle is the one that changes with time. So those are the energetic elements that are dynamic and it changes with time. And I use that predominantly to help people understand their past, right? So a lot of us have memories, maybe a chip on our shoulders, maybe good times, bad times, pivotal times that sort of mold us into the person that we are today. And so we look back into the past, those luck pillars, um, not necessarily to stay in that, but to appreciate and really understand why it happened the way that it did. And then, so for Kelly, you started at four. A lot of people can start anywhere from zero to 10. It's just based on the Chinese calendar. And so each of those pillars cover 10 years of life. It's a whole decade. It's a lot of life. And traditionally in Chinese culture, they'll, they're very blunt. You know, they'll ask you, are you in good luck? Are you in bad luck? Right? They don't now even I know what that means. I'm just thinking, like, what does that mean? Like, yeah, I had bad luck today or I had good luck today. Yeah. But but when you have good luck, it means that's when your life is changing. You know, you're thriving, you're succeeding, you're meeting the right people, the opportunities are there, new doors are being opened, you feel healthy, you feel strong, and you just feel energetically supported, like you're in the flow, right? In the West, we use that word. I'm just in the flow, like everything is just happening. And for me, being such an 
analytical person, I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> you know, to be in the flow, like I can be in the flow and stay in bed all day or in the flow, like pack up my things and move to Spain. Like, what does that mean? And so that's what I love about Basi is it, it does help you understand sort of like the ambiguity, the mysteries of life in bite-sized, tangible way of like, oh, there's a timeline, there's a time frame, there's things that you can pinpoint and make it really specific. And so, yeah, so Kelly has a few more years left into this chapter. And so usually when people are nearing the end of a chapter is when you start to experience sort of this anxiety. And it's not a bad anxiety. It's just sort of this restless energy of like, what's next? Uh -huh. I feel like something else is about to happen, but I don't know what that is. And it's perfectly okay to be in that space. And it's justified why you feel that. It's because you are going to be preparing to end, meaning to die into this luck and to go into a new luck, which is to be reborn into something else. And so there's a lot of exciting things that can happen. And I always encourage people to just be, you know, playful, to experiment, to, to sort of tie up loose ends, you know, because anything else negative or lingering, that's the residual. You don't want to bring that into the new cycle, right? So, um, but it's also a beautiful time to be discovering and experimenting uh, that you can take with you into your new adventure. And I thought it was so interesting how you pinpointed like 34 to 44 was like my hustle mode. It was all about career and building and, you know, more, you know, more money and like whatever that is. And then, you know, it was a grind with relationships and a big change in relationships. And it was a hard few years because I put in a lot of work and it, it was a constant, I'm, I'm looking at my notes here, like I was just on that building mode for yes. 34 and I'm still in it. I know I have till 44 of building, building. Um, and then you kind of said after 44 to 54, that's when I'm more settled and I'm really in my purpose and I have built all these things and now I can enjoy a little bit more and take a breath and really like you still saw so many things and you got very specific with me um, that, you know, maybe I won't have to work as hard or hustle as hard, right? Because I've, I've gotten there and um, you talked to me about like very specific things that I need to be doing. For example, um, you know, doing discovery now to really understand my purpose and mm -hmm. I need to spend more time with myself and my spirituality to quiet my brain, to know, to be able to live 44 to 54, how I need to, um, I'm, it's a really core time right me right now for me to build relationships and get that foundation good in a good place and nurture and stabilize them. So when things shift, when I'm 44 and I'm going to have a little bit less time because I'm going to be doing new things or different things or whatever that might be, those relationships won't suffer. So it was really interesting, you guys. Um, so you can see good luck. You can see things like you told me that you do do these readings where for me, it was really positive, which God, thank God I need a break. <laughs> but, um, you know, if, if sometimes you see things where things are going to get hard for people. So, you know, it, it could look like that too. And, and can you give us an example of some things you've seen or people would hear? Uh, yeah, it wasn't I mean, positive. yeah. I mean, um, you know, such as life, right? Life has mm -hmm. its ups and downs and, uh, when people come to me, usually it, it start out as curiosity, right? It's like, oh, like, am I going to have a baby in the next five years? Let's yeah, just make that something like that. Uh -huh. And, you know, sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes the answer is no. 
but I'm only looking at it from a natural standpoint, right? Now, mm. it doesn't talk about the human will in terms of the human interference. That's the beauty of Bazi. Bazi is, is destiny reading. It's just what is the map, right? But it doesn't take into consideration the human factor. You still get to choose. How do you, if I told you, Kelly, the door is open, the door is here, the door is wide open. Now you get to choose. Do you want to stay behind a door or do you want to go through the door? Right. And if you have certain hesitations why you don't want to go through the door, then let's talk about that and figure out what resources are available out there, whether that's imposter syndrome, fear based, you know, whatever um, that's holding you back. That's not allowing you to go through that, to, to go through that door. So when we're talking about pregnancy, too, it's, you know, I'm just only able to interpret it from a natural standpoint that doesn't take into consideration IVF, you know, like adoption or other things. Now we can talk about the timing of that. Like we, I've done a lot of auspicious date selection for women when they do their implantation, for example, I can pick mm -hmm. a date, just like I pick dates for people getting married. People have grant business you grant open. that specific. Oh yeah. Yes. Wow. And it will really help them. So implant on this day or get married on this day, this will then allow X, Y, Z. Yes. Wow. And, you know, a lot of couples get engaged on a peach blossom day and don't even know it. But they tell me afterwards, I got engaged on this day. You use the word peach blossom with that yeah. with me. What's yeah. a peach blossom day? Peach blossom is about relationship and love. Mm. And so when, when people say, you know, am I going to meet my husband? Should I go and date? You know, I'm looking for that peach blossom energy in that person's chart to see if it is the right timing for that. Or perhaps destiny is asking you to pay attention to something else. And maybe it's not yet the right time. Now, we humans, we get so tunnel vision, driven by fear, ego, and other things, right? We're very biased. So we're like, no way, Jose, I want a man right now, right here. And you can still go out and have that prerogative. But what happens is you might be meeting the wrong people. You might be wasting your energy when you can mm -hmm. be placing that someplace else that's more productive. Hmm. Okay. This was incredible. Well, I loved it. Um, speaking of dates, you're going to have to tell me if you saw any dates or anything based on what we said that after, but, um, well, okay. we, we picked Nicole's launch date for her book. Ooh, I love that. And it's been such a success that that is incredible. Um, let's talk a little bit more general aside from Bosnian specific readings. And by the way, the way you explain, it, it's like there's feng shui for space. Feng shui is for spaces. Bozzy is for your internal destiny. Yeah. And you, I love that. Um, generally, can you talk a little bit, we're about to get into a new year. This is being recorded in December, um, 2023 in case people listen back. So we're almost completing 2023 and entering a new year. Can you tell the folks really what 2023 was about based on all the Bozzy expertise you have and, and everything, you know, as we're wrapping it up and what we can expect into 2024. Yes, absolutely. So I want to maybe just go one year uh, back. Now let's go to 22. That was, <laughs> that's the year I was getting divorced pretty much. Yeah. So 2022 was the year of the tiger and the tie and, and just a caveat, our calendar system begins on February 4th. Okay. We don't follow mm. the green, green calendar. So just remember Bazi feng shui is always on February 4th. 
very different from the Chinese New Year celebration that you see on TV. So yeah. 2022 was the year of the tiger and the tiger represents the first day of spring. And so when you think about like, perhaps you can see the seasons more prevalent in the East Coast, but like when the first inkling of spring is around, it's when you start to hear the, the, the hustle or not the hustle, but just like the movement of animals starting to stir and come out from hibernation. And so we as humans sort of have that same kind of, you know, gusto of like, Ooh, what's next? What am I going to give birth to? What am I going to do and grow? And so it's interesting that 2022 was also the year that the, uh, you know, the, flight, the, what do you call this? The airports lifted all the bans, the travel bans with COVID. And so people started to have more movements, right? They feel a little bit more comfortable moving about, traveling, et cetera. Then we move into 2023. 2023 is the year of the rabbit. And the, the fundamental sort of theme of this year was really all about relationships. It's all about us recalibrating, reconnecting, reassessing, also reassessing our relationships, right? So it's not just about making new friends, getting more involved in our community, and finally, for a lot of people, finally seeing their families and hanging out and all that fun stuff. But it's also like, well, maybe these people, I have outgrown them, right? Uh -huh. Maybe this community and I are not in alignment with them anymore. And so there's all that charge about people. It's all about building relationships, including building relationship with ourself again. There's a theme around healing. There's a need for forgiveness. There's a need for sort of the reconciliation um, in relationships. It's not really about just money. Money, you make money through relationships. Mm -hmm. Happiness is through relationships. That's the theme of 2023. And then now we're about two months away from concluding the year of the rabbit and we move into the year of the dragon. Okay. So think of the dragon as this incredibly spiritual element. Okay. It is one of those um, animal signs in Bazi. We call it the gate to heaven and hell. It has that funny terminology because think of it as like when the heaven opens up. Everyone's spidey senses, intuition, wide open. People who are naturally very intuitive, meaning they have their psychic powers, will definitely feel more receptive, more susceptible to energy exchange. So if you are one of those people, you know, where you're sensitive to other people or to spaces, you know, when you move into a space, you, you can feel things, you see things, you hear things, you dream things. If you're one of those people, just know that it's going to be incredibly activated next year. So your homework, okay, for the next two months, if you haven't already done it, it's really to, you need to have better grounding rituals to protect yourself. It's no more uh, wishy-washing around that. There's no more making excuses. I don't have time for that. It's really all about protection because you have to set really strong boundaries in order to protect yourself. Because a lot of times, especially if you're incredibly empathetic, you're going to be picking up a lot of stuff that doesn't belong to you. And you don't want to be destroyed by that. You have to have really good discernment and energy rituals spiritual practices, if you are a prayerful person, if you're a meditative person, if you're the kind of person that loves to journal, you want to go to church, you want to have, you know, whatever it is that speaks to you, take the next two months as a way to reestablish that ritual and get into a habit. This is very, very important because the dragon is not a joke. We don't call it the gate to heaven and hell because it's like, you know, 
it's a flower. No, it's serious business. People are going to have sort of this, this confrontation with who they are. You know, it's like, what do you really represent? Who are you really? And if you're the kind of person that's already been doing the work, I think you're going to be great. You can handle that with grace. Okay. But if you're the kind of person that's been asleep, you're just like, what is all this? You're going to have something else coming. Okay. Yeah. Because all of that is going to be revealed. It's a new time, a new cycle. And there's just a lot of things changing. I And the dragon sign is an earth element, earth. So in Chinese medicine, this is the stomach. Okay. So think about the stomach. Even when we're talking about the chakra system, this is like it, 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 we hold everything in our stomach, right? Our truth, our confidence, our faith, our fears, right? It's all right here in the stomach. And so we all have to pay attention to what's going on in our stomach physically, like if we get bloated, constipated, all those things like stomach aches, but also energetically what's happening in our stomach, you mm -hmm. know? Am I holding on to something? Do I need to purge something? Like take a giant energy poop, <laughs> you know, to move that energy around. And so it's just, um, and, and you couple that with all the events that's happen happening in the world, right? It's an election year. There's a lot of things going on overseas. So these will impact the way that we show up. And so mm -hmm. as grounded as you need to be, you have to be grounded like the mountain, like the earth. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Oh, gosh, an intense year. I'm not going to joke. I, I, oh, I, I an intense year. Yeah. And, you know, I underestimate every year. I always talk about the energy of the year and I underestimate the bad because I'm a more generally optimistic person and I underestimated 2020. Okay. <laughs> and that was blah, whatever. And, but 2020 was, you know, it was a very fearful, anxious year, but it was also a year of transformation and sort of wisdom that we all have to power through and wisdom can only be gained when we confront our fears, right? We cannot bypass that. And so that's the lesson in all of this, but everything that's been happening so far is just one step to the next, to the next, to the next. And so if you can take care, protect, preserve, strengthen, fortify your relationships this year, then you can go into 2024 with more confidence to know that your home life is good, right? The people, the people who say they got your back, they have your back, right? The things that you believe in, you're high, you're strongly convicted. So you're not going to be wishy-washy, right? <laughs> and you're not going to be filled very easily with doubt and fear and confusion, right? And when you have a strong spiritual practice, because you know who you are, you're not going to be swayed, right? By how other people think about you. And so we are being tested next year, you know, with all of that. And so we've been doing the work and next year is going to be a test. It's not, it's not a playground test. It's the real deal. Oh my gosh, Jen, that was so good. I can't even believe it. I've, I was literally taking more notes. Like I already took so many notes in my private session with you and I'm still going strong. Wow. That is incredible. Um, and that it's all from these charts and calendars and it comes down to just such specific, like, it really is just mind blowing. Yeah, so, and the calendar has been going since 2600 BC. Wow. Yeah. Is there anything else we missed that you want to share with the guest um, that you're feeling they need to know or anything? Yeah, I mean, the one thing I do want to say is is sometimes I get comments from people um, twofold. One is 
I, I don't want to do it because it, it might interfere with my religion or my spiritual belief. Hmm. And when you when you actually get to the gist of this, it's it's not I'm Catholic. I'm a very devout Catholic person who practices and coaches using Bazi because it's just a tool. Just like we would go to the doctor and get our blood work done. Why are we doing that? Is because we want to know the state of our health and how we can improve our health better. Well, Bazi, it think of it as just your lab work for your energy being to say, what areas of my life am I going to need? Am, am I going to be more vulnerable in that I need to take better care, right? We're not worshiping a deity. We're not doing any of that fun stuff, you know, the, all that crazy stuff. It's just a tool to help us live better lives. And the second thing is sometimes people say, oh, I don't want to do it because I'm afraid. You know, like I'll hear something bad and then I'll like manifest it. And then I always joke and I say, well, then you're using the the, the law of manifestation the wrong way. <laughs> okay. That's right. So no. And what knowledge is power. When you know things, that means you have the ability to do something about it. And that should be incredibly empowering. That shouldn't deplete you. That shouldn't make you feel scared. In fact, that should give you more power to say, I can do something about that. So you're, right. so an example would be, I'm just making this up. You're like, you know, in 2025, Kelly, you're going to struggle with, you're going to have challenges with, uh, I don't know, your home life or money, right? And And I'm giving this to you so you can now yes. do something about it and get in front of this. Would that be an example? A hundred percent. Maybe it's time to talk to a financial advisor, right? Maybe it's time to reassess like where, where are you allocating your financial portfolio? Um, I ask you about your state of relationship. Maybe you're not getting along. We'll get to the root of it. Do you need to go see a therapist? Where are you guys struggling? Right. Oh. So if you can take care of all these things before you go into 2025, that means you've done everything you can to fortify that. Right. So you, you, you can move into that space because just because there's trouble there doesn't mean you're going to be bankrupt or break up. Right. <laughs> it's because we don't know what the hell is going on. That's why. But when you have this knowledge, it, it really is. It should be a motivating factor, you know, to, to take responsibility for your life right? And to be accountable to your choices. I mean, and how lucky are we to be able to have a reading like this and, and where you can share some of those things so we can get in front of it. So if, I mean, those who have listened through this and want to do a reading with you, whether it's by themselves, I, do you call it a reading, a session? What do you? Session, a reading. <laughs> yeah. Um, if they want to do this for themselves, where can they find you? Yeah, so they can just go on my website. It's www.fengshuibaijen.com or follow me on Instagram. It's also at fengshuibaijen. And I know you're based out of Arizona, but we did ours on Zoom. So you do yep. these on Zoom for people all over the world. Yes, yes. I have a lot of clients overseas. So we find time, you know, with the time change uh, or time zone difference. But yes. And are you still practicing traditional feng shui in homes as well? I am. Yes. I work a lot with um, with clients who are, especially if they're interested in purchasing a home and they want to use feng shui to help them with their decision um, or, you know, to brainstorm if they want to renovate their homes. Um, I also work with a lot of people who are building new homes. And so I, I get to be part of their architect team um, in designing the floor plans wow. long before we think about, you know, the tchotchkes and the paint and the chairs. <laughs> 
That is so cool, Jen. Well, thank you. This was an incredible um, experience for me and an opportunity to talk to you. And I know the guests are going to just love hearing all your insights. So thank you so much. I can't wait to talk again soon. Thank you, Kelly. Bye, everybody. Happy New Year. All right, you made it to the end of this episode and you invested in yourself. I hope you enjoyed the conversation today. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite channel to listen to or on YouTube and come back every Tuesday for a new episode. To stay up to date on all things the Custom Made Podcast, make sure to visit at our website at kellyhealthman.com and click on the podcast or you can follow us on any social channels. I'll see you next week. Thank you.